Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello. Hello. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. Tony, each of us has picked a specific movie genre. Mine is horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action and adventure. We take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinions, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. Today's pick. On the podcast. is John's pick. I forgot what year it is. 2009. 2009's The Goods. Live hard. Sell hard. Is that right? Yeah, because we've been calling it the goods, but that's not the actual title. It has a what is that called? It's uh, a colon. But is subtitle. it a tagline? <laughs> yeah, a subtitle. I kept wanting to say tagline, but that is not what it is. All right. Yes, this is um, the goods. Live hard, sell hard is a 2009 American comedy film directed by Neil Brennan. He did a few episodes of the Chappelle Show. Yeah, I saw it. That's pretty much. It and he did this thing called Inside Amy Schumer, which I don't want to see. It's produced by Adam McKay, who did pretty much all the Will Ferrell stuff. Will Ferrell, that makes sense now. Um, Kevin Messick, Chris Henchy, and it was written by Andy Stock and Rick Stimson. They've only written one other thing, mm. which is a movie star- <laughs> starring Sean Williams about some washed up tennis pro. <laughs> it was released in August 2009 by Paramount and on a $10 million budget made $15.3 million. Not bad. Yeah, not so much. Not good, but not bad. It's not great. So, Especially with this cast. Well, everybody evidently worked for scale. I was <laughs> saying, this was somebody's buddy. And it does have a 5.8 on IMDb, a 27% uh, Rotten Tomatoes, with a 37% Rotten Tomato score for the audience, mm-hmm. a 39% Metacritic. Hmm. Now, this is starring um, Jeremy Piven, which we all know and love from PCU. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's a block of back, isn't he? Or is he not? Uh, he was in Heat. <laughs> is that it? Okay, I was he like, was I, I saw him not too long ago as a doctor and something. Oh, he was in Serendipity. Right, oh, he was yeah. the doctor who was like, and Robert De Niro was like, give me your shirt. He goes, my kids gave me the shirt. He goes, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Give a shirt. <laughs> he gives him like 50 grand. He's like, all right then. I just shot people robbing a bank. Give me your fucking shirt. Uh, Ving Rhames, who we know from <laughs> Pulp, Fiction. Pulp Fiction, Dawn of the Dead. But, and most recently, Entrapment. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Welcome, Welcome back, back to the, to the podcast. podcast. He's also in all of the Mission Impossibles. Yeah. Um, David Koshner, welcome back to the podcast. From welcome, for, well, thank you for smoking. I was gonna say welcome for smoking, but mm-hmm. he was also an anchor man. Get smart. Yeah, I think he a, might have been in another episode. In a plethora. My of brain other is failing me. Yeah, <laughs> he's in most comedies. Yeah. So. <laughs> James Brolin, who we all know from Traffic. I've never seen Traffic, so I the don't. Amityville Horror. Never seen that either. Wow, have you seen anything? I have seen Thanos. all kinds of things. At least 200 movies. Thanos is dead. I saw Traffic. <laughs> Catherine Hahn, who's been in all the other yeah, comedy she's movies. In a lot of comedy stuff, too. She's yeah. been in most of uh, anything with Will Ferrell in it. She's usually somewhere. And she usually guest stars on, like, every Everything. sitcom. Yeah. She's a working actress. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ed Helms, who we all know from The Hangover, Hangover yeah. 2, Hangover 3, no. and The Office. In the Office, yeah. And he's got a sitcom now, too, but... Um, Does he? It just started. I don't watch it. Jordana Spiro, who played Ivy, 
Um, I've only ever seen her in this. But she had another show with with Jim Gaffigan. It was like My Boys or something. Mm-hmm. I never watched it, but it was I saw the commercial all the time. I don't know. I only know her from this. Uh, Tony Hale, who played Zuha. He's Jordana Shapiro was a welcome back to the podcast from one of Elaine's movies. It was Must Love Dogs. She was oh. in Must Love Dogs. Oh. I was looking at it because I was like, she looks familiar. Mm-hmm. Huh. But Tony Hale. I guess that means I need to watch Must Love Dogs again because. <laughs> and there are so many people in this movie. It's yeah, going to take a minute here. I was going to say. That's why I'm not doing too many tough, for each. Then there's Ken Jong, who was also in all of the yeah, Hangover movies. Tons of shit. Community. community, Transformers. Yeah. He's in a bunch of shit. Rob Riggle. Well, uh, no, Rob Riggle. Everything. Who was in Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> it was Talladega Nights. I thought that the Battle of Ricky David Bobby. Kochner was one of the Probably. guys in that shooting gun scene. <laughs> no, that wasn't Talladega Nights. That was John's pick. That uh, semi pro. No, semi pro uh, though. That's, that's the movie I'm the, thinking of. The Will Ferrell basketball movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. But he might have been one of the. I think he was one of the dudes in the room when they shot somebody, no, right? shot, when they were um, all joking with the gun. What's no. <laughs> I think he might have been in one of the, the meeting of the um, oh, basketball team owners. That makes sense, too. Yeah. But he no, he wasn't in the room when they were shooting each other. <laughs> and the last but person I want to mention is... Russian roulette gone wrong. Alan Thick. Yeah. Commissioner. That's who he is in Semi-Pro. There you go. <laughs> Alan Thick, who we all know and love from Grunk Pains. Yes. Mm. And uh, How I Met Your Mother. And How I Met Your Mother, yeah. <laughs> he mm-hmm. was in a couple of those episodes. R.I.P., unfortunately. Yeah. You didn't mention Craig Robinson. Mm. I did not mention Craig Robinson, but, you know, there's like He's 400 so people. He's so great. He was a welcome back to the podcast from Dr. Doolittle as yeah. Kevin the Squirrel. Oh, yeah. And he was and he was also really good in um, Hot Tub Time Machine. Yes. He's great. You, should you never haven't seen that yet. Did you notice I said yet? <laughs> Just saying. I like the movie. I think Tony Hale's a welcome back to the podcast, too. I think he might I think have been they in. All uh, are. I mean, these are the most biggest. Most of them were in. In that Will Ferrell movie I did about the writing. I think he was Serendipity? his co-worker. No, the. Stranger uh, Than Fiction. That's oh, the Stranger one. Than, well, now, see, I was thinking Stranger Than Fiction, but I said <laughs> Serendipity because you said it earlier. Will Ferrell right. isn't even in that. Look so, at my brain. <laughs> so I have some reviews. You do? Uh-huh. This one is from a fellow named Roger Ebert. No, yeah, none of them. He said, I bet he had good things. A cheerfully energetic and very vulgar comedy, and he gave it a seventy-five. Wow, wow, that's high praise. That is high praise. Out of ten, so that's <laughs> it's very high praise. Mm-hmm. And here's one from Kitty Love Music. Okay, mm-hmm. um, Kitty Love Music gave it a three. Wow, he said I'm Four? a huge fan of both Piven and Young, but the goods were as bad as Employee of the Month. And Employee of the Month did suck. Which one was that? Is that that's Dane Cook and um, Jessica Simpson? Oh God! Yeah, I was good. And I just that. noticed that I didn't mention Jeremy Piven when I was going over the actors in this movie. Yes, you did. He was did the I first. first. You oh, okay. That's not the one with the penguins. He's the one that was in Serendipity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know the penguins? No. Okay. They work at like a Costco. Yeah. Well, oh, it's not called. Oh, that. okay. Okay. <laughs> Jessica Alba, I think, is in the Penguin one or whatever. Just oh yeah, that was um. Good luck, Chuck. Yeah. Then everybody realized that he was not funny. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, okay, we, you were funny for like a year. We don't need... And evidently he stole a bunch of his jokes. Like, there was a big I, scandal about I him stealing jokes. I saw that he stole some stuff from Louis C.K. because they had a whole episode on it. Like, him. him and Carlos Mencia were huge. Yeah. And then, like, all the comedians were like, they steal jokes. And, and then they just That's vanished. funny because and Louis... And your girl, Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer, yeah. But for some reason, Amy Schumer, like, was able to just laugh it off and she stole a thing. I'm like... 
is she still a thing? She stole a bunch of Kathleen Madigan's jokes. Um, or but, was it? I think it was right. Kathleen Madigan. Is it Louis, C- Louis C.K. who got canceled? Yeah. No, they Which tried is- to cancel him and say that he was racist. And like, he's married to a black woman. Oh, no, that's, no. that's Bill Burr. Oh, Bill no, Burr, sorry. No, no, Louis C.K. Because he was jacking off on the phone. Yeah, he's the one that, he did a bunch of questionable sexual he stuff. He was like, in, and apparently, like, like back in his dressing room and stuff, he'd be like, I'm going to masturbate. And just start masturbating if there were, and people in the room thought that that was not okay. But he warned them, I'm going to masturbate now. They could have left, but they didn't. So then they felt like they were sexually assaulted, but they could have left. They weren't sexually assaulted. And he warned them. Well, See, maybe he did that. On I don't know. Phone, lewd behavior. On the phone too. Chappelle was talking about it because he called. He was talking to a girl, and he's like, "Look, I'm going to masturbate." And then she stayed on the phone and was all upset and tried to say it was offensive. Offensive. And he's like, like "You were the on phone. the phone." <laughs> and she was a comedian. And he was like, "Dude, if you can't handle that, <laughs> like you were on the phone." Yes, but I couldn't hang up. Why? <laughs> I'm like, sorry. He was clearly not in the room. Yeah. I mean, like, did you think it was a joke? He warned you. You can't. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, I don't know. So hey, what did you weird. think going in, Carly? I thought, never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Elaine. I, thought, oh, I really like this movie. Did you have to yawn while you did? <laughs> well, you should have went to Tony. You weren't yawning when I called your name. But it happened. I you took my breath away. Oh, take my breath, Tony. I was like, I never heard of this movie, but it has a lot of people in it, so. It's like, how did this let's, one get by? Let's see what's going on with this movie. Evidently, it's got by everybody. Mm-hmm. It didn't get by us. Nope. We saw this when it came I, out. How did you find this movie originally, babe? I'm going to go with it was probably this thing called The Commercial. Uh-huh. Hmm. Okay. Because they do these things called commercials on this thing that, that's an ancient device called the television. I don't... You used to watch TV shows and... <laughs> I they would say, hey, that. this movie's coming out. You should watch it. I don't know what you're talking about. That was about. back in the 2009. Speaking of... 2009, I didn't have cable. We need to watch <laughs> the Army of Army of the Dead movie. I watched it. Did you? Do we have to watch the Army of the Dead movie? Yeah. Is that it? just reminded me that we need to watch the Army of the Dead Is movie. Is it on HBO? It's on Netflix. Oh, okay then. All right, so the movie opens. And it's a Gary Sanchez production. Mm-hmm. Paramount. God Bless America plays as we look over Selleck Motors. It's a rundown used car a lot. Um, we see Dick. Dick is there and he approaches a young couple who look like they want to buy a car. And he's like, you're buying a second car so the, so the little lady can go hang out with her friends at the, and while you play gin rummy with the boys? He's like, no, we want to go rock climbing. And he flips out and goes, who the fuck wants to climb a rock? He's like, okay, I think we're going to go. And he's like, oh, sweet, don't be a bitch. Yeah. And this upsets the husband, and, <laughs> and he says, "Unsurprisingly, and he says, don't fuck with me. I was in the big war." And he tells the man to hold this and gives him his clipboard <laughs> and punches him in the face. That was pretty funny. <laughs> um, Wade and Ben are watching this, and Ben's like, "We really got to get rid of him," and he uses his full name, <laughs> it's like, which is weird. Um, but Teddy comes over and he says, "Who's Ken Jeong?" says, I, I just, I think I made a sale. Uh, they gave me this bag full of non-sequential bills. <laughs> and Ben's like, don't open that. He says, why? That's a bank bag. And, and so he opens it and the dye pack goes off and it's blue. Face. And it's in his eyes. He's like, Teddy, go wash your eyes out. And he says, it's like a smurf jizzed in my eyes. It burns. Elaine's laughing. Yep, I got a half smile from Tony. 
Probably doesn't seem I feel like recently we had a blue face, and it was in the good guys yep. or the other guys. Nice no, guys. the nice, nice guys. guys. <laughs> uh-huh. There was. Welcome back to the podcast, Blue Face. All right. So Wade and Ben are talking, and Ben, <laughs> bless Flesh. you. Ben says that you know what they got to do something. He's going to bring in a mercenary, a weekend warrior, and he pulls a card out of his wallet. And says, "Don Ready, I sell cars, motherfucker." It says, Don, the goods ready. I sell cars, motherfucker. Is this a thing? What? Probably. I don't know. Car Mercenary, car mercenaries? I don't know. What's the last time you saw that a car was having a huge sale? Every it kind of remind, reminded me of that restaurant show that you like, where the dude comes in and he re- does over the uh, whole restaurant. Gordon Ramsay and he like oh, changes the their menu and updates everything. No, but it's bar it's rescue. Yeah, with well, the really really mean guy. Well, there's a few different shows, but they, the one I watch is Gordon. But it's Ramsey. like low, but I have seen that one. low budget because they don't actually really change anything. Yeah. They just are super salesmen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Currently in the break room, Bar Rescue is on heavy rotation. Oh, wow. I watched <laughs> some of it. And just after a while, I'm like... It's always the, the same. Bars, you know? It's the grossest place that yeah. you never wanted to eat. And you want, and they're always shocked why they're not making business. And they find out that all their bartenders can't make drinks and are fucking drunk. And their kitchen is disgusting. How'd you not know that, dude? <laughs> and they have menus that are 12 pages long. <laughs> like, nobody wants to look through your book of shit. Just make it two pages. Mm-hmm. Looking at you, Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> Their menu is too long. I know, it's a fucking novel. <laughs> they also have the biggest portion sizes yeah. of any restaurant. Yeah. Because the I think it's four times the, the recommended size. Yes. They go have a smaller section, like small portion section. It's like this is but, what the, the recommended yeah, value is. and this is what's normal the, size portion. I don't need six extra it. pages to get real <laughs> <Yeah>. food. <laughs> All right, so we cut to Don, Babs, GB, and Brent. They're eating breakfast at a strip club, mm-hmm. like you do. And they're celebrating the end of their recent sale. Just then, Don gets a call. He's like, yep, okay, all right, see you then. Like, all right, folks, we're heading to Temecula. And Bab says, Jesus Christ, we just got done three hours ago. I still smell like customer. Uh, It's Fourth of July weekend. Three-day sale. We haven't been home in nine months, and I'm pretty sure I left my front door open. (laughs) But, uh, I don't know why that's funny, but it is, always is. Why would you think you wouldn't work on the 4th of July, though? It's no. like one of the biggest car sales yeah. weekends ever, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. You just day. have to assume you're going to work every holiday weekend. Like any other big one. Any day when people are off work on a yeah. weekday. There's always like a President's Day sale yeah, President's or a Memorial Day, day sale, yeah. a Veterans Day sale. Well, anyway, the crew isn't happy, and they bring up Kirky. And she says, there's nothing to do with Kirky. This is this. So they cowboy up, and they jump on a plane. We cut to the plane... And Brent is briefing the team about the lot and the family. Um, Don is very impressed by Ivy, who looks good in them jeans. There's some discrepancy about the son. Is he a grown man Except, or well, is he 10? He's listed as 10 years old. They're like, well, the riddles. Hacienda. <laughs> obviously 40. Yeah. <laughs> they talk about the quality of the fax machine at the Hacienda courts. Yep. <laughs> so Don wants to have a smoke, but the flight attendant won't let him. And he gives a wonderful speech about a better time. And... This riles up and motivates the entire plane. Because now, not only does Don smoke that cigarette, is a party breaks out where they're smoking the marijuana. It looks like they're on a party fucking bus in Las mm-hmm. Vegas. Mm-hmm. Or on, what was that Snoop Dogg movie, Soul Train? No, it wasn't Soul Train, it was Soul, Soul Plane. Plane. Soul Plane, sorry, thank you. Soul Plane. Well, anyway, 
So during the during the talk, I said they had to maybe cut down my Old Spice to three ounces. And the flight attendant says they need to get rid of my mouthwash. Brent says I had to give up my bath jellies, and Bab says I had to breastfeed an old man because it's funny. That was not funny. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> All right. Well, I she. Agree that it was not. She says some things in this movie that are like, what? She there, lies a lot. Mm-hmm. And she Poop says comes from some your butt. horrible thing. Like, mm-hmm. I think she might be the most vulgar. Yeah. A lot of this was ad-libbed. And, which, I mean, but she's so polite about it. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing with... And, well, she's charismatic enough to where it's likable when she does it. Yes, no, she's very likable. But if you pay attention, you're like, ooh. There are some other, you know, I would say, I guess they're called vulgar comics that say stuff like that. And it's just very off-putting, but she pulls it off. Anyway, so party, party, party. And during the party, Babs and Jibby are talking about Kirky again. And, and Jibby says, it takes a lot of pain to sell cars the way that man does. Mm-hmm. Wisdom. Wisdom right there. Well, you know, it's Jibby. All right, so we land and we're in the airport, and the crew meets up with Peter, who's holding up a sign that says Peter Selleck with a dinosaur on it. <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, you're supposed to put the name." And um, Don's like, "He's supposed to put the name of the party picking up." But that's a good drawing, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm a really good drawer. I can draw dinosaurs and and Star Wars a lightsaber." So Peter is the one that is played by Ron Riggle, Ron Riggle mm-hmm. who is. So Peter looks like a 40-year-old man, <laughs> fair listeners. But Peter is a 10-year-old boy with a pituitary issue. I was going to get to that. So he looks, so they're very confused because they think he might be drunk. Mm-hmm. Or... And this upsets Peter who starts yelling, Stranger needs. Danger. Special needs, <laughs> yes. Stranger Danger! Stranger Danger! Dad! Just then Ben and Ivy come up and like, it's okay, Peter. So then Don introduces himself. He's like, hey, how you doing? And walks over. It's like, ooh, how you doing? To Ivy. And says, hey, do you know how much a polar bear weighs? No. Enough to break the ice. How you doing? Don ready. Went old school with you there. And he looks like he's going to be her father. Just saying. No? What, really? Yeah. I don't think so at all. Now I have to check. Yeah, I think there's I a... I had a little bit of difficulty there's trying an to tell what there. decade he was acting in. Like living in as Rolling. a character, sixty-five versus what decade she was <laughs> inhabiting oh. as a character. Roland and his daughter. No. So how? Jeremy Piven. He's twelve years Ivy. older than uh, her. Okay. He's only twelve years older than her. He, so it's not that bad. He looks like a character in, that's living in the seventies. She looks like a character that's living in the two thousands. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, um, so Babs... Well, there's something about a used car salesman. So Babs introduces herself and says, yes, the carpet matches the drapes. This big hunk of man is named Jibby. And then Ben's like, well, who's this fella here talking about Brent? And Brent's like, okay, so it's kind of weird. Yeah, he hits on Brent constantly. He hits on Brent right away like, how you doing? All right. Uh, So we're in the car, and Don tells Ben about his first sale because he had a, a hippity hop. And he sold that, or hoppity hip rather, and he was able to trade that for a big, tricked out big wheel. He, you know, he did the whole candy cigarette thing, gave him some night crawlers, it worked out nice. And then he did a double gun salute. Pew, 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 pew. Welcome back to the podcast, Finger Guns. From a dangerous, uh, no, a dangerous mind? Not a dangerous mind. Confessions, Confessions of a dangerous, dangerous mind. mind. Thank you. 
All right, we drive by Selig Motors, and Jibby says it looks like an airport from Total Recall. <laughs> Which I like to think that line was ad libbed because it was really funny. It just, there's something about the way they portray this car lot as like, I don't know, this weird, unruly, um, like old west kind of about to have a shootout at, at sundown kind of a place mm-hmm. where there's no rules. A little bit like mini purge or something. I don't know. It's really weird. All right. Then we get to everybody's favorite house, uh, the hotel, the Hacienda Courts. And Babs and Brent decide to watch some porn. Not only watch porn, they watch the exact same porn. But not Jibby. He's like, Dawson's Creek. <laughs> James Vanderbeek. That's not what he says. I, I'm not going <laughs> to say the whole line. Anywho. Uh... So we cut to the Selleck's house where they're having a nice home-cooked meal. But Don says, you know, I'm one of those weird, weird birds that prefers takeout. So he brings Arby's. Yeah. And I love how this is product placement because Arby's, is the whole scene is just place so you can see it. Doesn't Ving Rams do commercials for Arby's? Yeah. Arby's. We've got the meats. Yeah. I wonder how I wonder, wonder if this is how Ving Rams and Arby's got the <laughs> Think they saw they were like, like, it was fine when Jeremy Piven did it, but we would rather have <laughs> Ving Rhames. <laughs> he has a great voice. Yes, he does. Um, if I was going to do voiceover work, I'd want Ving Rhames over Jeremy Piven. <laughs> he was doing commercials also with, uh, what's her name, from Tango and Cash? Terry Hatcher? Terry Hatcher and Hugh Howie Long or something. Remember they all did the radio. Commercial? They did radio. Uh, well, Which Howie is? and... Um, well, if you're not sure, friends, go back and listen to our Tango and Cash episode. They did Radio Shack commercials for oh, a long time. Oh, is that time. what it was? Radio Shack? Okay. That's how long ago that was. That was a while ago. Though. All right. If you don't know what Radio Shack is... Good. <laughs> <laughs> so during the dinner... Oh, you're ben, younger than me. Ben whispers over to Brent. See my wife down there? It's a dead marriage. You know, I go out sometimes, and I guess some people call it trolling. I call it looking for a friend. You know, my friend Brent? <laughs> He's like, that's really weird, dude. I do <laughs> like how Brent will just be like, no. And then later they're like, Google it. And he goes, no. Uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> that. That's coming up here in a second. But that's what he says. We, are you going to be my friend? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he literally says, that's really weird, dude. <laughs> so Don details the plan for tomorrow and tells them, Everybody make sure you bring out, you know, you get your tight underwear because there's going to be boners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why would you want tight underwear if there's going to be a boner? Boner control. I don't want, that's a thing. Is so, that a thing? Yes. It sounds painful. Well, you got to do what you got to do. Is that why they make whitey tighties? They're not tight enough. All right. So, what? Ivy isn't really into it and she's like, hey, you know what? You're one of those guys who just want to chase things. You're always out there chasing it, but do you know what to do with it when you get it? And he's like, are you talking about, you know, the girl parts? <laughs> it's like, no, he doesn't. But it did sound like she was, you know, hitting on yeah, him back. She did. She did sound like she was hitting on Well, not hitting on him, but Coming flirting. Up, Definitely yeah. flirting. Definitely flirty. But just then, um, Paxton comes in and addresses himself. Hey, how what you doing? I'm Ivy's fiance. Paxton? It's actually um, Ed Helms. That's his brother's name is Paxton. Really? Yeah. What kind of fucking name is Paxton? Hmm. Who's touching my feet? It's in the trivia. Not I. Not me. It's... It's chill. He's touching my foot. Chill, stop playing football. <laughs> like, right. All right, so he comes in and, I, and, I, uh, 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 and introduces himself as Ivy's fiance. 
Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey. He's in a man band. Didn't get your name, friend. And he's like, and Don's like, it's because I didn't give it, friend. Mm-hmm. Paxton says, well, two friends should know each other's names. And he goes, my name is Don Reddy. He goes, ha ha, gotcha. <laughs> I guess I win that round. And to this and day, I'm like, like, no. Everybody else already knew his name. Yeah. It's not a secret. Small victories. <laughs> no. And Paxton wishes them luck. And that's all. You get a hearting guarantee on that. Like, this guy's an asshole. Oh, that's right. You want him to not like him, so when Ivy leaves him for... There's no way that you could possibly control. like him. He's in a boy band. <laughs> big ups. And the that hair that's $44. <laughs> We're going to get to the man band. Because just then he says, we got to go. And came to give my two girls a kiss on the cheek. And he kisses Ivy and her mother. It looks like he's going to bite Ivy. He's like, yeah. hum. <laughs> and, and he says they're off to rehearsal for his band... Uh, and so Ivy's mom says, balls out. <laughs> it's like, no, it's big up. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Don I says, like well, either way. I that's the mom. Mm-hmm. I wish she was in it more. I like her. Um, Don calls him out for being in a boy band. He says, no, we're in a man band. We opened for O-Town. You can Google it. They were all over 30, so they're a man band. <laughs> He's like, Google it. You can Google it. And Brent's like, no. No, why wouldn't you Google it? I told you you can Google it. You can Google it. I don't want him. <laughs> I don't want him. Babs was like, I Googled it. It said you fucking suck. <laughs> <sighs> so Paxton and Ivy leave. And we cut to another strip club. And we meet DJ Request. This strip club scene. It's the least sexy imaginable. <laughs> so Brent, That's what makes it so funny. So Brent and Don are sitting down talking about Having a, a, the last time they were in Temecula. And these girls were in front of them just doing awkward things. Like one girl sucking on her heel. Puts her heel in her mouth. And he goes, that's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Then he says, oh, I have an erection. (laughs) But it's okay. But it's disgusting. And they're like like putting him in body scissors and doing weird things. It's very unsexy, which I can't imagine. So I don't think strip clubs are particularly sexy, but, (laughs) but this is... I've been to a strip club. <laughs> like when the woman, and I enjoy the show. I think it's interesting the pole dancing. <laughs> no, my my favorite part is when Don was trying. I don't know if favorite part's the right phrase, but <laughs> when Don was try, was talking and the girl is, you know, she's doing a handstand and her legs are wrapped around his head, kind of, mm-hmm. and she's like flapping her legs <laughs> and his whole head is shaking as he's trying to talk. What is that? I want to know how he takes this to. Oh yeah, because can you so, imagine these two actors? I'm like, all right, wrap your legs around his head and just start gyrating. And he's trying to talk and his whole head's going like this. <laughs> and I imagine he would start laughing at least once or twice. And those girls must have got tired because that looked hard. Mm-hmm. All right. So anyway, so Don tells him last time he was in Temecula, it was 23 years ago, and he hooked up with this girl. It was like Miss California or Miss no, Temecula. She was the third runner-up as Miss Temecula. <laughs> oh, God. And we cut to... Jibby, who wants to confide in Babs and says that he's never made love to a woman. And she's like, you're a virgin? He goes, oh, hell no. I've been with hundreds, thousands, thousands of women. women. <laughs> I've been in twosomes, threesomes, foursomes, menage a trois. I'm 69, 89, 143. What is 143? <laughs> I've had gold, platinum, and diamond showers. I like that. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Oh, yeah. nope. And then my <laughs> first thought was, I'm going to look that up. And I was like, no, I'm nope. not. No, no. Don't nope, Google. That's no, not, not a thing. Because when I die, that's going to be in my browser history. And I don't want that in there. Yes. I don't want to have to blast that cache. Um, yeah, don't. <laughs> nope. 
But he says he's never actually made love to a woman. And then Babs is like, well, I want to confide in you. I want to have sex with a 10-year-old boy. And he's like, what? He goes, well, he looks like he's 35, but who's to blame? You are. <laughs> You're the adult. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they walk over and meet up with Brent and Don. And they just and Jibby's like, hey, we got three strippers over here that'll be great for the show tomorrow. And Don's like, book the DJ. He's like, oh, you're just trying to get back to Kirk. He's like, they're giving up with Kirky. This is this. Book the DJ. All right. DJ Request is his name. I already, yeah, I mentioned that. I love him. It's a good name for a. I had a friend in high school. It's an ironic DJ. name. His, D, his name was DJ Magic Marker because his name is Mark. That's. Yeah, he, well, it was high school. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we didn't. I'm sure he didn't put a lot of thought into his name. His name was Mark, and it was DJ Magic Marker. Mm-hmm. He's not a DJ now, so <laughs> it didn't work out. <laughs> All right, anyway. Um, so where are we here? I'm looking somebody vamp. Uh, Found it! All right. So we're at day one of the car lot sale. Um, everybody's looking for Don. Where's Don? Where's Don? Don's in the back, and he's getting ready. He's getting hyped up. By Brent. Brent is saying some very motivating things. Yeah, like what? Um, like, I'm pretty sure you came up with the term, it's all good. You were the first one to wear a Van, a Van Dutch trucker hat. <laughs> I really regret that. Says Ron Reddy is... Don Reddy. Don Reddy is a euphemism or something. He says, he, he says that on, on the playground, in the playground, Don Reddy's euphemism for an erection. <laughs> he finishes up with, my husband has a Don ready. <laughs> oh, look, my husband has a Don ready. And he's like, can you stop? <laughs> like, All right, I'm ready. <laughs> so we cut to Babs, who's now in front of the Selig Motors team. And she tells a really weird story about how she <laughs> killed some people. And poop came out of their butt. Yeah. When you die, poop comes out of your butt. And these... Uh, this was a little weird. Yeah. I like how when she's going into the sob story or the sad tale, Jibby starts doing music. Oh, in the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. And now it's Brent's turn. And he says they call him the magician because there's never been a time he can't finance a car. Back in the early, in the mid 90s, he financed a car for MC Hammer. This is back when he was broke and he was living inside the left p- side of his hammer pants. The next day, he financed him a car, no questions asked. To live in that car for a year and a half. So the team, the team is now worried, and the new crew is like, "Hey, what about us? What about our commissions?" Just then, Don, Don Reddy comes out and he says, "Don't worry about it. You want my story? Here it is. I have hair in my balls and I sell cars. End of story." And Don gives a speech about America and talks about Pearl Harbor. And he says, never again. And at this point, Dick is looking right at Teddy, angry. And as Don hypes up the whole team, he starts saying, never again, never again. And Dick says, let's get him. And they beat the shit out of Teddy. And, um, and Don's Dick, like, Don, oh, shit. Don has to stop them. And he's like, Jimmy, put him down. All right, we've all just participated in a hate crime. <laughs> yeah. So let's get our story straight. So that Teddy lost it. He came at us 
with a samurai, samurai sword, sword. <laughs> a fire extinguisher, and Chinese throwing stars. And Teddy's like, I never had a, a sword. Brent's like, I'll get a sword. I'll put his prints on it. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, all right, Teddy, if you're willing to accept first ups, will you forget about the whole thing? He's like, yes. Like, all right, great. And then Teddy says, I'm not even Chinese, I'm he Korean. He says, I'm not Japanese, I'm or, Korean. Yeah. And Dick says, why didn't you just say so? I don't think that would have stopped Dick, to be honest. Well, Dick's a bit racist. Dick is a lot racist. In fact, he talks about it later. He does. <laughs> All right, so we're now before the opening. The crew starts decorating, and they uh, have their, you know, blow-up hippity-hops and shit like that. And it's a giant gorilla. Thank you. <laughs> now they just put out those wavy things. Yeah. Woo! Those weren't a thing yet. Woo! You know, you can't see friends. It's a thing with the hands. Now it's not a ghost. They weren't a thing yet in 2009. Uh, I guess they weren't a thing. Yet. <laughs> I don't know, but Where this movie supposedly takes place. <laughs> I, I've passed more than one used car lot that had a big, giant inflatable gorilla. Well, all right, so we cut to DJ Request. Let's everybody know that tomorrow, that's right, American Idol's Bo Bice's brother's going to be here. <laughs> Eric Bice. It's like, who? Yeah, I was like, Apparently, oh. it's a big deal in this town. Mm-hmm. Well, it's Temecula. So Brent's like, hey, this place is about to be popping. Why don't you play some Charlie Daniels? And he's like, all right, great. And he plays a song called Tits. <laughs> <laughs> Which... I had never heard before or since, but it had a very yeah. Two Life Crew um, esque to it. It seemed like a good tune, but it wasn't Uncle Luke. Uncle Luke wouldn't, Dad would, didn't do it. All right, Babs flirts with Peter. Moving on, and we cut to Brent, who's in Wade's office. He's like, "Look, we got to get rid of your pictures here. You got fat kids." See, if a customer sees fat kids, they figure you're doing well. You want skinny kids. And he goes, well, what about my wife? Do we have to replace that? He's like, oh, hell no. We need a good fat wife picture. <laughs> said, fat wife, good. Skinny kids, good. As a matter of fact, can I have a copy of that? <laughs> Jesus. Um, and we cut to Don, who walks over to Ivy, who's putting up balloons. He's like, hey, nice balloons. And she says, does that line work on anybody? Mm-hmm. And they talk. And they, they have a little banter here. Like, she's into him. You can tell she's into him. I don't know why. I don't know why either. Um, and she's like... Because her alternative is the man band guy. <laughs> With a $44 haircut. Yeah, that's a spike. <laughs> that looks like that's hair plugs. <laughs> it looks like plugs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm right. sure that's real hair, but it looks like plugs. So we are now prepared for the opening of the sale. The buyers are at the gate, trying to get in. They're shaking the gate, look like zombies from Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Yes, you know they about. do. They look like fucking zombies. It's so weird. From Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> and zombies. And zombies, oh yeah. And Emma. And or Resident Evil. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies and Emma. They all got together. Yeah. It's a crossover. Yeah. Right. Shared universe. So... And there's a. It looks like it's a battle scene because Don's vamping up the troops, and they literally start yelling. Mm-hmm. And then the customers are yelling, and they run at each other. And just as they get to each other, you hear. And he goes like, "Hi, how you doing, Don? Ready? Let's get you in a car." <laughs> and da 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 da. Vehicle man plays. And car selling montage is what I wrote yeah. here because I didn't feel like detailing all this. Yeah, like, they sell a bunch montage. of cars. Yeah. They have the, you know, the bells when you sell a car. Ding. Um, flying, out the, flying off the lot. 
Mm-hmm. And in my notes here, I've been in don't talk. I'm guessing that's Don. <laughs> talk about how busy the car lot is. And he hasn't seen it that busy since he got the bandit car. And we see the bandit car. And he's like, rumor is that's one of five bandit cars that were in the movie. Now, this wasn't. This is how we know. This car has a gold interior. And then smoking the bandit, it was a black interior. Hmm. That was in the trivia. I didn't know that, but next yeah, time you watch that, I remember notice. it being a tan interior. Well, that's what it said in the trivia. And the interiors are on call. Well, like, that car's worth. There's two. only one way to find out. Well, there's like four movies too, so or whatever. So. But there's only one way to find out. Watch we have Smokey to stop the, the podcast right now. Watch, watch all of the Smoking the Bandits and then come back. All of them? Can I, all of them. Can yep. We, can we watch the first two. We yeah, just stop. Say. Okay. Because after two, Tom can we really just. Watch the first one. Burt Reynolds isn't even in three. Can we really just watch the first one? That's yes. the best one. That is the best one. I thought you were taller. Yeah, that's a black interior. Mm. Well, that that's probably not his car, but... There you go. Yeah. Black leather interior. Good lord, that thing is fucking hot. <laughs> you leave it out in the sun? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially with those shitty ACs they had back That's then. why you got T-tops. And I can't believe you're from my loins. When we get home, I'll punch your mama right in the mouth. That car's from the 70s. You know how short them shorts were in the 70s? <laughs> yeah. Men you, you and were, women. You were burning. I bet you burnt your testicles. <laughs> your biscuits are burning. <laughs> your, your burnt testicles? You, you burnt your testicles. You Burt Reynolds' too. testicles? Oh, Burt Reynolds balls, baby. He's not Burt Reynolds. He's Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. Burnt Reynolds. Yeah. Ask, didn't your dad have a, a Trans Am? Yes, many. You ask him about short shorts and Trans Ams. My dad doesn't wear shorts ever. I have How do you know he didn't wear shorts in the seventies? You weren't there. I have never <laughs> seen my father in a pair of shorts. My father had a pair of pink shorts, but that was the eighties. No, my dad. <laughs> my dad. He only wears boots, like cowboy boots. He only wears boots, and he wears jeans. He. I've never seen the man in shorts. Well, not ever. But he had a lot of Firebirds. Yes, that's cool. I think he has one now. I have to send a picture. I believe looking, he's restoring. Elaine's eyes are looking around the room like it's in here somewhere. I think <laughs> I'm trying. Well, he restores old cars. I think he's restoring one right now. That's cool. But yeah, Dad had a lot of Firebirds. He went. He had some bad luck too. Was it some lemons or something? No. Well, he got <laughs> said an accident a couple more than oh. once. At the All most. right. So we cut to Wade, who's talking with a woman, who's like, "Hey, I have this very same car." in this Auto Trader magazine for $1,000 less. Just then, Jibby walks up and is like, oh, really? Let me see that. That's a hell of a good deal. You know what? Let me call him. Give me your phone. And, she, and he dials her He's number. like, you should get this car. I'm going to call right now. Yeah. And Pick he it up calls and he's like, name. and the first thing he hears, yes, I'd like to take you for a ride. I'm going to put you in the back of my, the trunk of my car. And she's a little weird down and goes, it puts the lotion on her. It gets the hose again. And she's like, oh, my God. And Jibby grabs the magazine and says, that's it. Oh, I just... Auto traders like MySpace for serial killers. <laughs> That's how old this movie is. They referenced MySpace. Mm-hmm. Was the last, I think last I did have a MySpace. MySpace around that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they do mention Facebook it, later in the movie. We stopped using it, but it was yeah. recent enough. It was, yeah. it was on the decline and Facebook was on the rise. Yeah. Mm. But it was long. It was. There's a MySpace and a Facebook reference in one movie. What? Yeah, that's not very often. But that's I did think this is that of all spot. the ways that they used to try to get people to buy cars, I thought this one was funny. Yep. So Jibby takes the auto trader and rips it up, and she's like, I'll just take this car here. And it turns out that on the phone was, was Don Don, Ray. Don the goods. 
It wasn't Buffalo Bill? It wasn't Buffalo no. Bill. All right. Um, so Babs is in the showroom now with a man. And she's like flirting with him. He's like, the only thing that's going to sell this car is the price. And she's like, yeah. But can I, you know, can I ask you a thing? And she gets into this whole like sex scene thing. Yeah, she pretty much describes a porno to him. Yeah. And he gets all into it. And then, because this is the whole trope that men are stupid once women are like, hey, I'm into you. And she sells the car by saying, you know, this whole thing's going, but shit, how, we, how are you going to get there? And he's like, but I'm right next door. And she goes, no, you're across town. Miles away. You got to get there now. How are you going to get there? Bus. And he's like, but no, you got to get there in this car. And he, he's like, oh, okay. Is this a good car? She says, no. He says, I don't care. I'll push the motherfucker to get to you. Man, that's false advertising right there. Because now she owes him like a, a, a foursome or 89 or 143 or whatever the hell she was. I don't know. Maybe she's into it. She might have. I don't know. I mean, we don't have any You know what? She doesn't seem like she. She seems like the kind of lady that spreads herself around. You think so? She I don't think. Sleep with a ten-year-old. Yeah, she does. Such so a pretty, it's not a I, high bar. Could we not talk about that? It's gross. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, he's not a ten-year-old. I know, but he's forty. But in the movie, well, you gotta remember, it's one of those shocking. The, the movie's not. It's a satire. Yeah. So yes. everything is over the top on yeah. purpose. It's I feel to like be. it would have. I feel like that specifically bothered me, and I kind of wish they had went had went with the well he's 30 but he has the mind of a 10 year old instead of that he's 10 I thought about with a pituitary issue I thought about that too and I was like I don't know which is worse that wouldn't be any better oh it would be for me it would not be for me I don't think I don't know which is worse on that end they're both bad (laughs) at the end of the day it doesn't matter because it's a joke and nobody's really getting hurt well whose fault is it it would be about the same for me it's the different levels of grossness Either yeah. way, your body is this old, but your brain isn't. Yeah. It doesn't well, the, matter. But his body, but his body is only that, ten years old said. too. <laughs> but it's not though. It's doesn't not. Matter. His body is a wonderland. <clears throat> Fucking John Legend. All right. So Don watches Blake, who, who's the first time we really get reference to Blake. Blake's been in the background the whole time. He's a he's a member of the Seller Motors car lot. Young, younger kid. A young kid. He's who's twenty two, and he notices that Blake is doing the same moves. When he sells a car, it's like a kick with the Hit two gun salute and things and everything. Shooting, shooting. Don does the it, same It's thing. like a tweeter end zone dance. It is a tweeter end zone <laughs> dance. And Brent's like, hey, isn't that one of your moves? And he's like, yeah, wow. And that's when it hits Don. You know, last time and I told you about that girl in Temecula, I didn't put a hat on my Jimmy. Uh-oh. So Don uh, stops Blake and he's like, hey, man, um, you always been in selling cars? He's like, my mother said it was in my blood. He's like, he's like, hey, how old are you? I'm 22. Ooh. So your dad, did you grow up with him? He's like, oh, my dad right now, I've never met him. I mean, I, I didn't grow up with him. He, he wasn't around. Picture, yeah. He got a picture. And he's like, oh, Ooh. shit. Strike three. Yeah, he definitely does not say, I've never met my no, dad. No, he doesn't say that because that comes up later. Um, all right, so we cut to Brent, who uh, is trying to tell Don a story about how he sold the car. But Don is in like this haze and it just... He's like, yeah, good job, buddy. He goes, what did I say, Don? He goes, uh, yeah. He goes, yeah, I didn't need your validation. Because Don is now well, he thinking just, he's a dad. Yeah, he may think that he's a... Thinks he's dad ready. Yeah. All right, so at the end of the day, we learned that we've sold 34% of the cars on the lot, and including one Nigerian buyback. And friends, if you don't know what a Nigerian Jeez. buyback is, that's where you buy a customer's car and then sell it back to him 30 minutes later for a markup. Babs did it. And I believe that she'd be able to. Yeah. If anyone. Or Jibby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. 
Um, so there's only one way to celebrate something like that. And listen, a little Oki. It was like, huh? Well, what's Oki? So Don says, Dick, tell him what Oki is. He goes, karaoke, you. I don't want to say. He's <laughs> like, you always know what I mean. <laughs> All right. So we cut to the. Karaoke bar. The, no, we cut to Jibby and Heather. Oh, that's right. Jibby and Heather, you know, start flirting as she's talking about political science. And he's like, dang. Heather's one of the strippers. Yeah, he hires She's three. the one that's go that's stripping her way through college. Yes. He hires three strip, strippers for like eye candy for the lot. And he goes, strippers come in three kinds. There's, I got a kid. There's, I'm going through college. And then there's, I'm a cokehead. And she <laughs> is the going through college. She's a political yeah, science Yeah, she's major. a political science major. And then she walks by them and says, how old's your son? He goes, I'm just kidding. I don't even know what I'm talking about. And it, <laughs> then they look over at the third girl and like, wipe your nose. Yeah, she's <laughs> looking rough. Mm. All right. And we cut to Don and Ben who were talking about the sale outside. Just then, we hear, and I swear. And Stu, uh, who was Paxton's dad, played by Alan Thicke, and Paxton show up. And they're like, hey, you know, he had a good day. And they offer to buy the car lot because Paxton needs a better, bigger place to, to rehearse with his man band. It's also, it sounds like Stu, that's the dad, Stu? Stu. Stu wants to expand his business. Yeah. So he wants more car a lot, and then Paxton gets space for his man bank. For his man bank. Oh, Big gonna, ups. They're going to sell cars. Big ups. They're going to sell cars up front, make gold records in the back. Mm-hmm. So Don and Paxton walk off while Stu and Ben talk. Um, they have a little back and forth, and Stu informs Paxton and Don that they've made a deal. They're selling the car a lot, and then Ben's like, hey, Don, it's a really good deal. You're going to get your full four days worth of pay. We're good. And Don's like, no. Not in my town. Which he doesn't live there. Which made me wonder before the deal, how are they making money? Because you have like, what do they have? 12 people that work for them selling cars. And then they hire these four other people that are major car sellers. And they got to be paying them something serious. Yeah. They probably get a flat fee. And it's just like, good Lord, man. Mm-hmm. Well, they sell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they, pro- they do. They do it. And I mean, I guess at the end of the day, you can take an L. You're just trying to get these cars off the lot. Sometimes but it's just like, I don't really... Because these cars aren't really... Uh, they're not moving. They're not great. Yeah. That one they push off the lot. Yeah, the last one. All right. So, and Don says, hey, I won't let this happen. This is not a good deal. I will guarantee you that I sell every car on the lot. Or I never sell cars again. I get out of the game. And they're all like, eh. And he tells Brent... I mean, Ben, he goes, and you can have a night with Brent. And he's like, well, we're going to have to see how this goes here, Stu. Deal's <laughs> off. And we cut to the karaoke bar. And Don tells the rest of the team that he's made this deal. And first, Jibby tries to kill Don. Yeah. Because he's like, like they offered you. have gone home <laughs> yeah. with full pay. Yeah. yeah. Motherfucker, he and, tries to grab him and choke him. And Brent's like, whoa, 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 calm down. And he goes, well, I made a deal that we have to, you know, sell every car in the lot or he gets a night with you, Brent. And Brent tries to get him, and Jimmy's like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, easy now. So it, this doesn't go well. So Don says, tomorrow I'm going to sell some cars, motherfuckers. You should do the same. And walks off, and he sings karaoke. He sings Turn the Page, I'm a little singer. <laughs> and he dedicates it to Blake, who looks at him like, what the fuck? What? Okay. All right. This is awkward. And during the rendition of Turn the Page. His terrible Seeger. His terrible Seeger. I love Seeger, and this is not good Seeger. This is not good Seeger. Not at all. Um, Ivy and Jibby meet up, and they talk about Albuquerque. Because, you know, Kirky, Captain Kirk. He goes, who calls it Captain Kirk? I don't know. 
people? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody? Kirk. You know? I was like, you know, Captain Kirk, who calls it that? I don't know. It, it wasn't. It was, I don't know. I don't know. I just thought that was funny. And for some reason, they've left Peter with Babs. Because <laughs> they're at a table drinking, and she wants to get him drunk. So she gives him alcohol, and then wants to take him to a hotel... And then she's, wants to take him outside and show him something. She's trying to get him to meet her outside by to drink her drink, her special juice. This is rape. And then yeah. meet I mean, her out by the around you want. And then she's be, got a present for him out by the dumpster. She says, "Is it new?" And she says, "It'll be new to mm-hmm. you." And he said, "Is it, is a, it baseball a baseball glove?" glove? I hope it'll fit you like a glove. Oh God, this scene is cringy. She tries to rape him. So Tony and I are like. John likes this movie. <laughs> She's trying to rape a child. <laughs> it's just... It's because it's Ron Riggle that it's funny. They took, it, they, they took her too far. A lot of these movies like this with the Anchorman and stuff, there's always a character that goes a little too far because you kind of have to... You kind of have to figure out where the boundaries are. You know what I mean, and you and you never know if you go far enough. You know, yeah, she went, South Park's like that. A lot of shows are comedy. The fact like that. that he plays the character really well and she's likable, mm. and it's just so over the top that it's just you let yeah. it go. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just it's just so over the top that it can't be even close. Yeah, to and and, and, anyway. and if it was any other person playing these two people, it probably but not very work. similar character in okay, Step Brothers. She plays a very similar character in Step Brothers. Catherine Hahn. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And has um, has the intercourse with what's his name, not Will Ferrell, the other uh, step brother, uh, Shake and Bake guy. Yeah, Mister Shake and Bake. <laughs> and like, I don't know. Yeah. That was off putting, but I think because they don't actually, she don't, she never really gets. She yeah. doesn't. She flirts with them. She, she flirts with them. She tries to convince him to go outside, but they he doesn't. Because the bar closes, and he's like, "Oh, we'll have to wrestle another time." <laughs> and. Like she never succeeds in having sex with him, so it's, it's still it's not that. It's just a little icky. Yeah, it's more than a little icky. <laughs> All right, so day two, Ben has an idea for a commercial shoot. Ben says that he's dying. No, no, Don has an idea for a commercial shoot. He says we're gonna do commercials. I got something that never fails to bring him out. And yeah. then Ben does the commercial. Where he says he's dying. Sorry, am I kicking you? No, no, I'm just... He's got the butt sure cancer or something. No, no, he says he's got cancer of the nads. Oh, cancer of the nads, that's right. <laughs> and this backfires because people end up coming to the car lot, but they're bringing food to the family. <laughs> it's like a Nobody with... wants and, to buy a car. And as this is going on, we hear the uh, Amazing Grace played on the bagpipes. <laughs> the way he's like, can you change this to something more upbeat? And he's like, sure. And he's like, swing low. <laughs> <laughs> It's not the best song he plays, though. No. No, we're going to get to that. It comes later. You talk about dead puppies. Yes. Dead puppies! You just ruined it. It's better than tits? Come on. Oh, dead puppies is be- is definitely the best thing he plays in they to fuck come. them as a request. They all don't right. come when you call. They don't chase squirrels at all. <laughs> all right. So... Don is trying to make uh, a car sale, but he can't. He's like, I'll fo- throw in some floor mats. I never do that. And they walk away. And he's like, I can't believe it. He's got the yips. He goes, I can't believe it. I hit the wall in Temecula. <laughs> so Ivy walks up, and he's like, hey, let me tell you about this dream I had. And Paxton shows up, and she's like, hey, what's up with this Kirky thing? He's like, I don't want to talk about Kirky. So then she leaves and goes into, uh, into the car with Paxton, and he's got a good line, and he's like, hey, you know, selling cars is hard sometimes. 
when you suck and drives away. And he backs up, was like, that was a good exit line. But here's another good one. I'll see you in, I don't know how to sell Carsville. All right, yeah, the other one was better. So then he goes to take off, but he's still in reverse and backs up and he's like, oh shit, psych, psych, I just psyched you out, I got you. And he's like, fuck you, and drives away. And it's, you really are not supposed to like him. I mean, I'm So it's okay when she cheats on him? Yeah. All right. Because, you know, it's always good when you have an exit line and you tell the person how good it was. It's like when you explain your joke. It makes it funnier. Yes, that's exactly right. Um, and we hear DJ requests. You see, he's hyping up. Bo Bice, his brother Eric. <laughs> and then we find out that Eric Bice has adult chicken pox. There's a stage. There's a whole crowd. They're chanting Bice, Bice, Bice. Mm-hmm. But you think no of the dice. Two, So if they were all together, would they be the Bice Boys? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so then we hear Don say, well, he fucked us. And then GB says, he motherfucked us. And Don's like, I'm going on. Ivy's like, what? She goes, I'm going to help out your family and show my son that I come through in the clutch. And she goes, what son? <laughs> Wait, what? What now? So Don gets up on stage and sings old time rock and roll badly. And <laughs> like, what was it? Was it Brent that said, this is a bad idea. Don can't sing. Yeah, yeah. I shouldn't have let him do that. I forgot, I forgot to tell him he can't sing. But he's still up there and it's not good. This upsets Dick, who's in the audience. He's like, I'm tired of them lying to us. And Dick starts a riot. He's like, yeah. let's fucking riot. So a riot breaks out. Dick, and there's, who works here, uh-huh. starts uh, a riot. All of a sudden, there's tires on fire, people getting into fist fights, and DJ Request is over there like, oh, you should, this is crazy. What's wrong with you? Who the fuck brought alligators? Because yeah, there's an alligator now in the middle of just wandering around. I think the police show up and he says... And he says, I never thought I'd say this, but thank God it's the cops. Welcome, police. Let's lock up some white people. <laughs> Can you imagine if someone said this the other way? Can you let that sink in for a minute? All right. So I'm sure the, plenty of people have. So let's... let's uh, the riot's over. And Dick is there and he's like, man, what is wrong with people? Can you believe that riot? And they're like, asshole, you started the riot. They gave you a ticket for starting a riot. I'm pretty sure they arrested you for something like that. Yeah. Probably. It's yeah. <laughs> a whole law about it. Mm-hmm. They'd probably sell more tar- cars if Dick wasn't there anyways. Yeah. I wouldn't buy a car from Dick. Nope. And, well, Don's like, that's okay. I got an idea. And we cut to big ups. Practice. And one of them is Brian Callen, who's a, a very good comedian who recently got canceled. Poor guy. But he was also in The Hangover. There was a bunch of people in, in this yeah. that were in The Hangover, and he's just one of them. You um, tell him I said hello. Hello. Like, hello. hello. Like, threatening. Hello. Um, Paxton tells them, looks like, you know, they had a ride down at Selig Motors. Just then, Stu comes in and says, yeah, well, this isn't good. Because they were talking about how they need more space to... The other dude in Big Ups, Big Ups, Blake, yeah. is a welcome back to the podcast. Is he? He was in the 2009 Friday the 13th remake. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, he played Wade, hmm. whoever that was. Damn it, Tony, how'd you miss that? Maybe he was the big guy that mm. owned the cabin. Maybe. So, um, Stu's like, hey, we're having a problem here. They're selling a bunch of cars there, and the news shows. Then he's like, a riot? 
I call it people fighting over really good deals. <laughs> and we cut to Don, who says, hey, the real, the real heroes here are the police. So we're giving 20% off, 0% financing to every police officer. Anybody who comes in a police ad, anybody who mentions the word police. And if you find an alligator in your backseat, we're going to give you $500 off. <laughs> Which is... I don't want the alligator. Yeah, <laughs> Holy shit! And we cut to Jibby and Heather, who are in a car that Jibby's cleaning. And they're more flirting again. They're in the back of a car. I thought they'd be doing the jibbity dibbity. Nope. See what I did? The, the jibbity dibbity? Mm-hmm. You get it? Yeah. No? Nothing? Mm-hmm. Nothing? Okay, I get, I get, yeah, I get pity laughs. Thanks. <laughs> All three of you, I appreciate your pity laughs. I'm not laughing at that. Not even out of pity. Sure. So anyway, they make a date. Because mm-hmm. she says, I've been hurt before. And he's like, I've never been hurt. And this this moves her. So they decide to have a date. I've never l- allowed myself to be hurt. So she leaves. Mm-hmm. And Don walks over. And Jibby's like, hey, I'm going to get a chance to make love to a woman for the first time. And Don looks at him like, okay. Well, I'm say what now? <laughs> he's like, well, uh, anyway. So Don was holding um, some mitts. And he finds Blake. He's like, hey, man, come on. And he takes him to go play catch. And Don asks him about his daddy, and Blake is not interested in his dad at all. And this upsets Don because he's like, wow. Because Blake's like, well, I don't want to be any interested in that piece of shit. You know, he wasn't around the entire time. Fuck him. I don't, I don't care about him. Hope he burns. This upsets Don, and he walks away, gets to the bandit car. Ivy comes to sit with him inside the bandit car. Mm-hmm. The one with the fiance. Mm-hmm. Alone. In the bandit car. In the bandit car. Where all of the jibbity dibbity happens. Well, jibbity dibbity. Look. <laughs> that's the thing about the bandit car. It makes you do strange things. That's what happened in the first one. That's mm-hmm. what happened in smoking the bandit. Frog got in the car to you escape her. Because you're jumping around, jumping around. I kind of want to jump you. <laughs> to escape. Her uh, fiance on their wedding day. Mm-hmm. And then she ended up having sex with Bandit. Mm-hmm. Get me a Diablo sandwich and a diet doctor. I'm in a goddamn hurry. Mm-hmm. So we have to watch that later. Okay. After Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right, anyway. So Ivy comes to the car and they talk. And he snaps at her. And she's like, hey, what the hell? And he asks her about and asks him about Kirky. And he's like, You don't want to know about Kirky? And she's like, Yes, I do. So Don tells her, he's like, Well, we were now with Kirky, you know, weekend sale, big time. He was having sex with this girl in the back of a car. And his his DJ, McDermott, was was his best friend. His best friend. And he was gonna hop out of a plane. The greatest car car sale DJ. DJ. Whoever was. He was going to hop out of a plane dressed as Abraham Lincoln. Very specialized skill. To say, I I freed the slaves and I'm going to free these cars from slave prices. Mm -hmm. I'm like, John Wilkes Booth is mind-blowing prices. John Wilkes Booth. I'm going to, no, I'm going to blow, these prices are going to blow your brains out like John Wilkes Booth. Wow. So then he hops out of the plane. Just then we find out that Don was in such a hurry to... No, know, Don tells a story about how he was, the woman that he was having sex with had had him pack a bag with all these things. I was going to get it, to that. Well, you, but, well, no, go ahead. Well, you were going to jump it and say that he packed the wrong bag. But he talks about the bag and then he says, but 
I opened the bag. So, she wanted a bunch of sex toys, you know, uh, dildos and, and, and French ticklers and condoms and things of this nature. The other one was the parachute, and you mixed up the bags. And I don't know how you get those mixed up. So as McDermott so jumps... So preoccupied with getting laid mm-hmm. by this woman, or with this woman. So as McDermott <laughs> jumps out of the plane, he pulls the cord, and a bunch of sex toys fall out. <laughs> He's like, oh, dear God, get the dildo away from me. He's like, wax it out of the way. He's flying back towards him. flies back towards him. And he's like, usually at this time, people have their lives flash before their eyes. But not me. I'm a list of things that I did really well. I got a full back tattoo of the Kool-Aid man. 10% real fruit juice, motherfucker. And we cut to um, Don, who's in the back with, um, I can't remember the actual name. Fuck. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But he's going full, getting ready to, to do the deed. Goes, digs in the bag, and it's, uh-oh. It's a parachute. And now we cut back to McDermott, who's like, I'm going to take this purple dildo, and I'm going to cushion the blow. I'm going to get myself an aerodynamic crouch position. <laughs> and as he's falling, we see the sex toys start landing on the car it's that raining, Don is raining in. raining sex toys. It's raining sex toys. That was a lot of sex toys. Yeah. And he says, all because I lost focus, I lost my best friend. Now I'm doing it again with Blake, and I've fallen for you, and all the hell with this. And she's like, no, wait, I'm going to talk more. And he's like, no. And he leaves. So um, Blake comes, approaches Brent, and he says, hey, I think Don thinks I'm his son. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. I met my dad in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And Brent's like, well, hey, if uh, Don thinks you're his son, I, th- I think you should go with it. <laughs> he kind of needs that right now. Yeah. <laughs> you, you all he has going on. Don't be so fucking selfish. <laughs> he's like, but he's not my dad. Fucking do it. I don't care. <laughs> We're leaving in a couple days. Just, yeah. just go with it. Mm-hmm. Even though he may want you to go with it for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah, who knows? So the end of the day. Don and Brent are trying to are leaving a lot, and DJ requests it, so they're playing songs. And he's like, hey, um, we're shutting, there's no one here, you can shut it down now. And he's like, okay, and he plays more music. They did and they manage, kill the power. They did manage to sell a bunch of cars. They did. The, the rioting worked to their advantage. Because they gave anybody who brought a police hat 20% off, and if you found an alligator in the car, you got $500 yep. off. And they, did, they played it out like, the riot, so many people wanted a car that there was a riot, not that it was a... Didn't I cover that? Brace. No, you didn't. I covered that. I know you I did. You kind of skipped it right to the Kirky. They didn't sell nearly as many cars as no. the first day, though. All right, so we're at Don's room, and he's laying on his bed. There's a knock on the door, and it's Ivy. She's showing up for some sex. Mm-hmm. And just as they're about to get into the, the deed, because commercial's on. And she's like, hey, you want to turn this off? And he says, no, I think he should see this. <laughs> and Don gets a, a big one to big ups. Cut to Jibby and Heather. They're making love. And they're actually saying, we're making love. And Jibby says, you know what I didn't know? Making love is boring. And he looks right <laughs> at Heather and says, you can do whatever you want to me. I say for his blueberry pancakes. And she's like, yeah, it is kind of boring. And she's excited about that safe word. Let's do it. He's like, woohoo. <laughs> and we cut to Don and Ivy having sex. And he says, we're going to have sex in every corner of this room. Five seconds later, they're back on the bed. With 17. <laughs> it's like, we got to have a better. I was, and he I said, was thinking, 
never mind. We're too old for stand up against the wall no. in a hotel room. <laughs> he, says, I'm so, he said, I'm sorry, this room is really, really small. I should have sprang for the upgrade. I had the points. <laughs> All right. Day three. So Don brings Ivy a continental breakfast in bed. He tells Ivy, you know, I didn't mean to come to town and fall in love and break up your, um, your uh, marriage to a Paxton. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not leaving Paxton. And he's like, wait, what? You were a last fling. Mm-hmm. She's like, hey, I want to give us a try. And she's like, no. You? I, I just wanted, you know, some vitamin D. I just wanted a last fling before I settled down. Uh, and and I'm talking like, about milk. Why would you want to marry money. him? And he's like, she's like, well, I want to have a family and... Settle down, and he wants the same things, which I don't. No, he does not. He He wants to travel the world with his baby. We have never, (laughs) at any point, gotten the feeling that Paxton wants to get married. But we don't know what he tells her. No, of course not. He he might be just telling her bullshit too. Mm Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to look too deep. (laughs) (laughs) at the relationship. Yeah, and um, well, so Don gets pissed off and he leaves. And we cut the Brent and the and the rest of the crew showing up to get Don in his room, and they're knocking on the door like, "Hey Don, hey Don," but Ivy and comes out of the room and says, "Hey, yeah, Don left. Did he go to the car lot? I don't know where he went. He was mad. He left. Also, I was never here." Yeah. Okie dokie. I want to so make you I'm complicit. A, I'm a cheaty McCheaty pants. Mm-hmm. I don't think they care about that at all. No, no they, they don't. Uh, they don't. But, but she they want to wear want somebody to make an offhand comment to somebody who does care. All right, so the team learns that Don isn't coming, and they're worried. So they're at the um, Selig Motors, and Ben motivates the team. He says, hey, we're here to sell cars, so sell cars, muckerfutter. Or no. He comes out in his powder blue suit jacket. He was wearing that jacket, though. Yeah. He was wearing that over. And And that short, short tie. But they get motivated and during this whole speech, Dick tells him, <laughs> tells everybody that he's racing. He goes, you know, I never really liked any, any of this race and that race. And like, what? I'm like, <laughs> oh, I thought we were opening up. <laughs> so then Teddy gives a motivational speech. And we're back to the sell the metal motivational speech. And they're ready to rock. Amazing. So Don ends up in what we call a car graveyard, which is much different than an airplane graveyard. If you're not sure what an airplane graveyard friend is, <laughs> friends, go back and watch, listen to the Harley Davidson, the Marlboro Man episode. <laughs> yes. Listen to the episode. Don't watch that movie. <laughs> I watched it the other day. We we talked about that recently. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch it again tomorrow. Oh Lord! I'll be at work. I don't care. It's a great movie. We mean good Lord. He won't. I'd rather be dead and cool gonna, than alive and uncool. He's gonna forget that because I will tell you, not once have we ever left this room and then watched whatever movie we said we were gonna watch. Lord, not the once. Last time we did this, broke your arm, Jack. <laughs> I was in high school, Harley. It's a great movie. All right, anyway. So uh, Don's at the graveyard, and he sees a big wheel. And just then, the ghost, of McDermott's ghost, and two other angels are Choir there. Choir angels. Choir angels, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they sing everything. And, and they sing everything. And one of the things they say is, you're too old for a Facebook page. Because <laughs> in 2009, if you were... 40, you yeah. were too old for yeah. Facebook. Was Facebook only, was cool then. It was only for college kids at first. Yeah. My grandmother's got one then. Now everybody's <laughs> got one, but it was really just for college mm-hmm. kids. And Don's like, can you cur- I didn't know angels can curse. And then the angel's <laughs> like, fuck you, Don Reddy. Fuck your family. <laughs> <laughs> 
And McDermott tells him, hey, look, I'm wanting to say this for a while. You killed me, motherfucker. <laughs> you need to get off the road. You need to settle down. And this, and this motivates Don. He's like, holy shit, Ivy, the team, I got to get back to him. Yeah, because he was just kind of wandering the streets yeah. in an untucked shirt. He was at the car graveyard. Yeah. Um, so we have another car selling montage. Everything, they're all motivated and doing a really good job. Healing it. Um, Don is walking and he sees an airplane, like one of those planes you jump out of, and he's like, oh, hey, I have an idea. So we cut to Don jumping out of a plane, and Peter sees him and says, hey, look, it's Superman. And Don makes a big entrance, but just as he's he's flying in, they have sold the last car on the lot. And by sold, I mean the entire crew is pushing it out of the lot. And it's got two donuts instead of actual yeah, tires. It's, it's not in good shape. But they sold it, every car on the lot, and the team celebrates. And Don's like, oh, hey, where are all the cars? We sold them all. Good job, guys. <laughs> and they're celebrating. And Paxton shows up and goes, ha ha, fuckers, you lose. You didn't sell every car. What? You didn't sell the bandit car. Oh. The bandit car is a prop. No, the nope. bandit car is a car on the lot. You said every car on the lot. And Ben contradicts that it's a prop, too. He says, no, that's a $200,000 car. Mm-hmm. All he, all he really had to say was, that car was never for sale. It's going to my house. <laughs> all they had to say was, I bought that for 10 bucks." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, but. You'll sell it back to me. Then we don't get this. <laughs> Don's like, hey, Paxson, let me talk to you man to man. We'll get our personal shit aside. You'll win. Let me tell you, let me ask you, what do you want to do with life? He's like, oh, music. Music's been my passion forever. He goes, yeah, but you just got to go for it. You know what I'm saying? Get you and in, in the rest of the big up. Big up. <laughs> and hit the road. Sold out show after sold out show. And he motivates him and he's like, so you hit the stage. There's just thousands of girls just screaming your name. And what happens? The, the stage opens up and who pops out? And he's like, I don't know. It's like, this car. And he points to the Trans Am. And he's like, and you and Blake and the other guy, I forget his name, you're in the car. <laughs> and this really motivates Pax. He's like, oh, okay. The engine's yeah. revving and everybody's losing mm. their minds. Mm. And he sets it up as by selling the car as a prop for the band. And he's like, well, how much is the car? He goes, 200000 We'll give it to you for eighty grand. He goes, deal. No payments until February. Yep. And meanwhile, as this is going on, the rest of the guys are like, holy shit. It's a, a, a car salesman standoff. A dealer-to-dealer -dealer sale. I've never seen this. <laughs> Don's going to do it. So Don makes the sale, and everybody celebrates. And Ben makes one last pass, pass at Brent, and Brent's like, fuck off, dude. And Ivy tells Don, well, looks like I'm single now because Paxton's going to hit the road. And he's like, well... I'm settling down, and I have you, and she's like, yeah, that was a one-night stand. I don't want to be with you, and he's like, no, no, you're my girl. Blake's my son. We're going to go from there, and Blake's like, yeah, what? whatever. <laughs> um, so they tell DJ re request, all right, play some Sister Sledge. We are family, and he's like, you read my mind, dead puppies, and we cut to McDermott, who's like, you're going to settle down in Temecula, you idiot. And he flips off Don Reddy. Fuck you, Don Reddy. Hey. Fuck your family. And we exit the movie on an empty car lot. And we have some credit scenes, pre-credit scenes, I guess. 
we learn that Ivy and Don got married and adopted Blake. They divorced two years later, and neither one of them wanted Blake. Well, he's a grown man. Yeah. <laughs> and not related to them in any way. <laughs> Babs quit selling cars and became a nurse at an all-boys school in Connecticut. Where? I wasn't going to mention that, but yes, Peter's enrolled. Peter is going to go. <laughs> it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Brent settled down with, with Wade's wife. Mm-hmm. Jibby and Heather broke up six months later. She now dates Dick. He has no idea she isn't white. DJ Request assaulted the best man at a wedding and who kept asking for Moni Moni. Uh, he'll be DJing in Lompoc for three to five. Mm. Movie. What'd you think, Carly? My favorite character was Jibby. My least favorite character was Dick. My favorite scene was when he gets back to the car lot to discover that they sold all the cars. And then he has to sell the prop car to Paxton. My favorite line was when he sees Will Ferrell the first time in the car graveyard. And they tell him how he's going to die. And they don't sing it. And he says, can they sing it? Because it's kind of depressing and sad. And they're like, no, they can't. Because it is depressing and sad. I don't know if that's the exact line because it wasn't in the IMDb's and I did not go back to find out. (laughs) And my favorite tertiary object was the purple dildo. Because it was the only time I laughed while I watched this movie. (laughs) And I'm going to make it. Wow, the only time? I did not enjoy it. And it was only up until he grabbed it. When it kept coming toward him and he, he was pushing back it away. In his face. I thought that was really funny, but then he grabbed it and it wasn't funny anymore. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Tony? Uh, my favorite character was Babs. I thought Kath- I think Catherine Hahn's funny. But this character was not appropriate, but it was still funny. <laughs> and of course Alan Thick. Because it's out there. My least favorite character is... I'm not a big fan of Jeremy, Jeremy Piven, so I want John, Don Reddy. And I hate Kang Jong. I, think mm-hmm. he's, I don't ever think he's funny. Um, my favorite scene was... We didn't really get into it that much because obviously we're not going to get into the whole thing. But if you get a chance, the fake death commercial is fucking hilarious. He's explaining his cancer and all that stuff, and you're just like, "Oh my god, this is so wrong." Afterwards, his and wife, his wife and his son are yeah. crying, and they're like, "Why didn't you tell us?" And he's like, "It's lies. It's, it's not bit. real." Yeah, um, got cancer. The Nats. My favorite line was uh, when uh, Rang, Ving Rhames says, "Auto list is like the MySpace for serial killers," and then he tears the tears it up and throws it away. My favorite treasure object. I'm sorry, we're probably all going to pick it, is the bandit car. Shit. <laughs> he, I was like, what's your favorite church here after? And he goes, the bandit car. Everybody's going to pick that. I said, I didn't. <laughs> I did. I will maybe the movie. It. I didn't laugh all that much as I thought I might, but uh, it was okay. You know, it's, it's a comedy. Mm-hmm. Elaine? Uh, my favorite character is Brent. Brent? Who's Brent? I, Brent was... The... Bald guy? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I just really like him with a special mention to DJ Request. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wish he was in it more than I'd have picked him. My, I just like how Brent was just like, he was just so quiet. Like his lines were so quietly delivered. 
and it was just funny. I, I think funny. he was my second. I think I wrote uh, my least favorite character and- <laughs> is Babs, just because it was icky. Yeah, it was still funny. Yeah, I get it. I but get it was icky. Yeah. Um, my favorite scene is McDermott and the angels in the Shit. car graveyard. <laughs> I just love that thing. It's so fucking funny. That's what I hate about going last. Yeah. My favorite line is. Uh, see, so hard because I have. Uh, my favorite line is um, after Ivy and Don have sex the next day, and he's and he says, "I guess this is." He says, "You're just gonna have sex with me and then leave." This hurts. I guess this is what women mean when they say, "You're just gonna have sex with me and then leave." This hurts, which I thought was funny. Um, my favorite tertiary object was, of course, the bandit car. But since John took the band, or I didn't take well, it. Since Tony, that's took, Tony sorry. over there. Sorry, I was looking at you. I was distracted by you. And John would have taken it if he. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> since Tony took the bandit oh, car, fair. I think I'm gonna pick. Um, no, I would never pick hot. I'm mm-hmm. gonna pick the uh, strip club. The strip club, okay. Because it's just so. It's just funny. They kept going back. Um, and I'm going to yay this. Yay, I got one. You knew you would. <laughs> I think this movie is funny. It's not... Semi-pro fun. It's not appropriate. <laughs> it probably is not aged well. If you are over, under the age of 30, don't watch this. This isn't for you. <laughs> Just don't. But if you're over the age of 30, we're from another time. This stuff is funny. <laughs> Um, so yeah, watch it. All right, my favorite character is Jibby. Is it? It's not Don Reddy. No, um, upon, I thought it'd be Don Reddy going in, but watching it, every time Jibby, there wasn't a joke that he said that it wasn't funny. And I feel bad because I think we're being denied Ving Rhames as a comedic actor. Yeah. Like, he should be in way more comedies because he's he's He's, funny as shit. Yeah. Like, every joke that he said hit. He's funny. Like, everything he said. I picked Jibby for that reason. My least favorite character was also Babs because Mm -hmm. she tried to fuck a 10-year-old. But Paxton was a close second. Yeah. But you're supposed to hate him. I mean, they're all terrible people. Paxton is funny, though. No, he's not. (laughs) Um, My favorite line... It, well, it's a series of lines. It's be open for O Town. You can Google it. No, no. You, why do you Google it? You should. You know, I told you you should Google it. No. Like, no, I don't want to. I googled it. Said you guys fucking suck. <laughs> that's O Town's website. <laughs> um, hmm. that's my favorite line. Cause me and my buddy Kevin would just say that all the time. Well, you can Google it, and we don't finish with I Google it. It said you fucking suck. <laughs> my favorite scene is pretty much anything Ving Rhames is in. And but that's, that's if we have to pick one, I'm going to go with a, oh, I've never made love to a woman. You're a virgin? No. I've threesome. I've, I've mm-hmm. menage a trois. I've, uh, you know, gold, you know, platinum. Yeah, and, that whole thing. <laughs> that whole house, 69, 89. Because it's just funny. It's ridiculous. Like, I don't think any of those are actually a thing, but I'm never going to find out. Let's go borrow your phone. <laughs> phone? No, I already have a bed. <laughs> Search list. Um... And my favorite tertiary object, of course, was the car. Yeah. Um, and so I'm going to go with when Don Reddy is um, going back to his first sale with the hippity hop and the big wheel, mm-hmm. he gives him a card mm-hmm. and it says, Don, the goods ready. 
I sell toys, mother trucker. Yeah, that's right. So I'll go with the card. And I will yay this movie because it's a satire. So everything is supposed to way over the top and, and ridiculous. And there you go. All right. Oh, happened. That's the end. And that's that's the end. Carly. All right. Please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast. On Twitter at Unmovie Podcast, on Instagram at Unmovie Podcast, or so you can email Unmovie Podcast at gmail.com. Dead <laughs> 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 All right, and tune in next week. I love the podcast. For Tony's pick. I am going with uh, 2008's The Ruins. It is free on Amazon Prime if anybody wants to watch it before we get out of the I used to listen to this all the time. Really? Why? Yeah. I had a I had an album. You had never seen this movie, but <laughs> but you had heard the song. Yeah, but there, you had the this album. I did. There's a before Weird Al. There's a guy called Doctor Demento, oh. and he would put out these discs like every oh, you had few a years. Mem- and this was one there. My favorite one is Fish Heads. Fish Heads. Oh, I hate yeah. It. My sister loved that young. song. Holy poly fish heads. Fish heads. Wow. So what's funny is I decided I was going to pick this song and then you guys made a big deal about it. I was like, ah, fuck. It was not going to have the same effect. When he started but, playing, I was like, am I hearing dead puppies? <laughs> I haven't heard this song in fucking 30 years. Oh, wow. It's just so good. <laughs> <laughs>